Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of this great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson, along with Jay Cole and Jim Pappas. And this week, we're very excited. We're joined by the uh, the great cast of Wrestle Rock. Giving uh, them the rub. It's the least we can do. <laughs> Half of us, anyway. So, <laughs> Seeing as how he bit off 99.9% of the pro wrestling director <laughs> of the show, the least we can do is pay it forward and have these guys on. <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about unique food combinations, mashups, as John calls it. Uh, I have... I will be talking about the peanut butter and jelly bacon cheeseburger at Lucky's Last Chance. I will be talking about the lobster grilled cheese at Chop Steakhouse. So all those things, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash uh, dining on a dime one forward slash. And I put my photos up there. Uh, but let's get into these guys. These guys. Oh, we also have a great interview with uh, the head chef and the general manager of Bank in Bourbon at twelve hundred Market Street. Oh, that's like a fancy place. They got to wear long yeah. pants over there. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> I've been thrown out of nicer places than that, but not many. Yeah, Bank in Bourbon, twelve hundred Market. Uh, they're going to be on a pre-taped interview in a few minutes. Let's get into the guys from Russell Rock Wildfire Radio dot com. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having us, man. What's oh, Rick, it's so great to see you. So tell us about Rassel Rock, Rick. Tell us. Uh, I'm going to give you the floor for about five minutes. And All right. Tell, tell our listeners about your great show. Oh, man. Where to start with this? This is a, a it's wrestling. Your, it's your creation, so you you, you talk about I it. Wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's my <laughs> creation exactly. It's mostly just us babbling about wrestling. <laughs> no, you it's always a... take the credit. I, even if you weren't in the room, <laughs> take the credit. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> uh, no, it's um, it's me, myself, um, Mark Karlbacher here. Yes. Uh, we we do uh, uh, with Corey Castle, who's a former wrestler, sometimes hops in the ring every once in a while, and also Matt Flowers, who is just the the quickest, weirdest guy you can talk to about wrestling ever. Yeah, he's he is quick. Yeah, yeah, he's a real funny guy. So it, it's it's a wrestling news show, which with kind of a uh, morning zoo feel to it a little bit. Yeah, we we try to put a positive twist on it because there's so many res- uh, like wrestling uh, shows out there and. You know, Twitter feeds and everybody's just trash and wrestling. Yeah. We try to make it fun, just like a comedy show, and, and try to make it positive instead of just trashing. We still trash. Yeah. But, like, not, <laughs> it's not a, like a negative view on, on wrestling. Yeah. If there's something out there that's just, you know, every once in a while the WWE will throw out something that's just so ridiculous. It's like, how do you. How do you put a positive spin on that? <laughs> right. If it if it if it stinks, it stinks, right? You you just have to call a spade a spade. But yes. we always try and and, and do it uh, as positively as possible because we we all we're all wrestling fans. You know, we enjoy we enjoy the the sport and the spectacle and the entertainment value of of wrestling. So why sit here and and call it crap? You know, it yeah. it it, it, uh, it baffles. It, it really boggles my mind when people just hop on social media the immediate, like the day after a pay per view and just. Just trash it. It's like, why are you watching? Well, we we kind of did that. <laughs> well, we do that sometimes. <laughs> Just after <laughs> hate watching. Is what it is. <laughs> we, yeah. we do a, we do an armchair quarterback show every year after Mania, where we actually start yeah. pounding drinks and talk about it. And we still actually this year because it was a good show. We, yeah, we really didn't trash it that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there's seven and a half hours worth of material to trash. Right, right. With WrestleMania, geez. Is it still going on? By the way, yeah, I'm, st- <laughs> I think, I yeah. am still on a wrestling hangover. Man. Like, <laughs> what? Number, I mean, it was. What number is it? Uh, it was thirty-five. 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 Yeah. But two with more, two more, and they'll all catch Rocky, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but with their uh, their Farm Federation NXT, the Hall of Fame Mania, Raw, SmackDown, and an NXT show on Wednesday. It's yeah. Like, I think it's 17 or 18 and a half hours of wrestling wow. in five days. In five yeah, days. people hate it, right? And, yeah, right. And, <laughs> and, and we can hear you guys live when? Yes, that's uh, Friday night, uh, 7.15 on the East Coast on wildfireradio.com. And you can also, if you don't want to listen live, uh, you can always catch us on iTunes and Google Play and wherever you listen to podcasts. And the show is called Rassle Rock. Rassle Rock, yes. It's R-A-S-S-L-E. WildfireRadio.com, Rassle Rock. Yeah. It is an outstanding show. Uh, I have made a rule for this show. I am such a huge wrestling fan that I have told Rick, 
We're only going to let you guys talk in the beginning. <laughs> the middle of our show will be about the food mashups because if I start talking wrestling, it'll be a whole hour. So you right. be an NWO takeover. Yeah, because I'm going to cut your mic. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes. I am a huge wrestling fan. I was on their show. I did not shut up. If you go to <laughs> Wrestle Rock. Yeah, I know. They email me about that. Um, <laughs> you will not be on the next show. I will. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, yeah, all kidding aside. Over this show. <laughs> All kidding aside, go to wildfireradio.com, go to Rassle Rock, look it up, and you'll see that it's labeled Dining on a Dime, and you'll hear me on their show, and mm-hmm. I did not shut up. Yeah. Go ahead, Rick. Tell us more about Rassle Rock. Oh, goodness, man. We uh, we, we try and, you know, like we said, we try and make it light. You know, I'll, I'll throw out some impressions of uh, Randy Savage or Dusty Rhodes or Jesse Ventura or Vince McMahon. Matt is now trying to do an impression of... Uh, of Jimmy Hart, <laughs> with, which is, uh, I'm not sure how re- well received it is just yet. It's pretty much just a high squeaking voice and him <laughs> saying baby over and over again. I don't know if it's going to reach the heights of his uh, Drew McIntyre showering jokes. But. <laughs> <laughs> Drew McIntyre, if you don't know, is just a wrestler that's just chiseled out of stone. And, uh, he, always, he literally looks like a god. Yeah. We always like the joke that uh, Vince McMahon is just drooling as he we watches him in the, in the locker room. But uh, yeah, yeah, we, we just keep it light and fun and just joke around about stuff. And what about social media? What if I'm on Twitter? or What's the best way to reach you? Uh, on Twitter, we're at Rassel underscore Rock. On, uh, social, or on uh, Facebook, you can find us uh, just at Rassel Rock. Um, no underscore there. We're on Instagram as well. Um, we're trying to hit uh, all the major ones. We tried to get a Tumblr account, and I still to this day don't know how to work Tumblr. <laughs> so there's a bunch out there that, uh, you know, the, the lesser known social media that I don't uh, quite understand yet. Yeah. Uh, I'd help you, but I sleep till 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but wildfireradio.com, look up R A S S L E, Wrestle Rock. Yeah. And you can hear their shows. Uh, they have a huge following, it's a very popular show, and I encourage everyone to listen to it. Uh, they, here's the one thing about their show, Jim Pappas. Uh, they interviewed Jerry Lawler. This is the most interesting thing about their show. They interviewed Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is a legend in wrestling. And Jerry Lawler actually talked to them as he was boarding a plane and did not hang up until he was in the seat on the plane, which I was fascinated by. Yeah. He, he was fantastic. And I was jealous that I was not on that show. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark didn't make that one. But uh, yeah, that interview with Jerry Larler was great, man. It was, he was, I mean, what a workhorse that guy is. And you had, you have a repeat of that interview on episode 200 yeah, of the show. Yeah. We went back and uh, played some of our, they our highlights. Yeah, a lot of the government and what we, stuff. What we were talking before the mics came on, that same highlight show is our famous uh, Leap and Lanny Poffo interview. <laughs> where he, oh, no. he was just disgusted with us from the time we started talking <laughs> to him. And if, if you just want to laugh and just see someone who's just a curmudgeon and does not <laughs> enjoy uh, something that was special. I used you know, to be the professor. I used to be the professor. <laughs> he, doesn't, he just doesn't see the industry as being somewhere it was special to him. He just he just made money, and he didn't care about anything else. So mm-hmm. he, he was not happy to be interviewed. He was sitting in a pizza shop eating. Wow. Oh, he was actually, talking to us. Matt actually picked it up when we redid the, the review, like when we went back. Right. You could hear him eating in the background. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are, if he's sitting in a pizza parlor, he probably didn't make much money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, WildfireRadio.com. Look up Rassle Rock because uh, that's episode 200. They reminisced because it was your anniversary show. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can hear all these great interviews on there. Lanny Poffo, uh, 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 ambulance engine or sirens. And he's like, I got to go. Do you hear the ambulance? (laughs) And Rick's like, dude, are you okay? (laughs) It's a hysterical interview. I wasn't sure if like an accident happened right in front of him. Rick's like, dude, are you all right? At least tell us if you're all right. Because there was ambulance sounds in the background. There for his dead career. (laughs) (laughs) That's the line of the show already. (laughs) I definitely recommend that. Listen to that. Uh, Also, Nick Burke, who is basically our fifth co-host. Every uh, once in a while, yeah. yeah he is hysterical <laughs> in trashing the bad yes. interview afterwards. Yeah, yeah the, it's uh, great stuff. <laughs> I think we spent more time trashing him afterwards than the, than it, the interview spent itself. 30 minutes after that. <laughs> Which John would have done if John That's was exactly on the show. That's exactly what we did. God help, Bill, if this interview is not up to scratch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you, <laughs> Bourbon. But, uh, and, of course, with the uh, with the ambulance in the background, we had to come up with the tagline, Vigilante Papo. Yeah. <laughs> 
just to be as silly as possible but, with it. But what a what a jerk. You know, the <laughs> ambulance sirens are on, and he's like, oh, hear that ambulance? I got to go. Yeah. You, you can't know? get all winners. Jerry Lawler, who's yeah. definitely a bigger name, was an absolute sweetheart. He was yeah. a complete professional. Ten times bigger. And then name. all the friends that Rick brings in, all these uh, independent kids that come in or, or call in, Sozio, and all these, they're all mm. great guys. Yeah. So to have one bad one, and right. he, yeah. he just took a brutal beating from yeah. us afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. He took, happens. A, he took a pounding afterwards. <laughs> uh, but wildfireradio.com wrestle rock episode 200 i had to make a rule for this show because if i start talking wrestling we're going to go on the whole hour <laughs> that wraps us up it's 559 everybody thanks Kevin. All oh, yeah, right. go eat food bye everybody all right yeah. wouldn't we get pictures of the chiseled wrestler <laughs> true mcintyre yeah you can find those anywhere on matt flowers wall that's where you can get it <laughs> okay right now we want to thank uh bill zimmerman from indiephilly.com Monday through Friday. Who never heard of the guy? <laughs> Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. If you go to www.indiephilly.com, our show is replayed, syndicated on that station. Bill did us a favor. He went out to Bank and Bourbon at 1200 Market Street inside the iconic PSFS building. Has They have an innovative barrel aging program for house-aged liquors and creative cocktails. And what I like about it, and this was my nickname in high school, they have a bourbon master. <laughs> I don't know why I love that name. And uh, your wrestling name, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so we want to thank Bill Zimmerman. Here is his interview with the general manager and the chef of Bank and Bourbon. They have a big event coming up this Monday. I want everyone to attend. Go ahead. This is Bill Zimmerman, downtown Center City at the Lowe's Hotel, and we're going to be speaking for a moment with Dan. Hey, Bill. My name is Dan. I'm the GM here at Bank and Bourbon, located in the PSFS building at 1200 Market Street. And we've got an upgrade upcoming event. It's called Bourbon Bash this coming Monday, April 15th at 6 p.m. Uh, tickets are able to be purchased through Eventbrite for $69. And what's great about this event is really it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to showcase a lot of our signature dishes, signature cocktails, along with some past hors d'oeuvres that our, our chef prepares along with uh, you know a lot of other uh, great items and what's fantastic about this event bill is we've raised over a hundred thousand dollars going on our fifth year here for donors choose and what donors choose does is it'll, it allows us to purchase school supplies for local classrooms that otherwise wouldn't be able to afford them so it's really a great cause and it's an opportunity for anyone who hasn't joined us at bank and bourbon before to experience the restaurant what we offer, and you know, show up, show everyone what distinguishes us from any other restaurant in Philadelphia. Dan, I, I've been to the event a couple times. Um, it's really one of our favorite events to, to show up at. And um, we hear, though, that there's a new bourbon master? Yeah, so we actually recently hired, a few months ago, Dan Kulisek. He's our new bourbon master. Dan's got a fantastic background locally at a lot of different restaurants. Um, he's he's well-versed on uh, a lot of different spirits, namely bourbon, which is what we do here. And part of Dan's role is he does weekly bourbon tastings, you know, both 101-style classes and then more advanced classes uh, just based upon, you know, the availability, you know, and, and any, anyone who's interested. You know, and, and Dan's in charge of really just curating the entire bourbon list here, you know, which includes over 190 labels, you know, as well as just changing the menu seasonally, which we just changed just to reflect some of the, the spring flavors that uh, are available to us. Great. And uh, joining us is also Joe. Joe is the chef. And if you want to introduce yourself and a little bit about what's going on with the menu and any new menu items and changes that are coming up. Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Joe Thomas. I'm the executive chef of Bank and Bourbon Restaurant. Uh, some things just to highlight for Bourbon Bash. Uh, we will have a uh, station set up. This year we have something new, a uh, crudo station. Uh, we have Spanish octopus, uh, ahi tuna, uh, hamachi crudo, and also East Coast, West Coast oysters. Uh, we also have our dry-aged 32-ounce uh, cowboy steak, uh, Duroc pork chop, uh, whole roasted porchetta, and whole roasted uh, salmon. Uh, like Dan said, uh, this event uh, is something that we all look forward to every year. Uh, it's going to a great charity. Um, some other highlights that we have coming up is Easter brunch. Uh, that will obviously be on the 21st. Uh, it's $65. We have our normal brunch buffet. And then also uh, some highlight items are prime rib, uh, whole roasted salmon, whole roasted chicken, uh, some carrot salad. And uh, we have just a lot of different options added to our regular buffet. So that's uh, Easter Sunday, $65. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that also. Um, Coming up within the next three weeks, we'll also have some menu changes heading into spring. Um, right now, we've added uh, chicken liver mousse to the menu. 
Uh, we also have a fennel salad. Uh, and then future items will be some roasted trout. Um, and then uh, we'll add some more entrees as the uh, spring leads us on to more uh, vegetable driven. So uh, we're excited about that also. Great. Well, I'd like to thank both of you guys for having us out. And right now we're going to turn it back over to studio to Kevin and John. All right. That was Bill Zimmerman, IndiePhilly.com. We're syndicated on there Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. You can hear our show, the past episodes. He's doing a great job with our show. He's really giving you a nice mix of our old shows. Bill, Monday. thanks for handling that interview. Kevin was way too far <laughs> over. And we couldn't send him in there like that. So. I, I, me and John were scheduled to be there, and then at the last minute something came up and we couldn't go, and Bill took over, and thank God. <laughs> Uh, you know, the parole goodness. officer said you couldn't leave the house. Again. That's what the I mean. ankle bracelet wouldn't go that way. It was called uh, whiskey. That's what it was called. <laughs> but Bank and Bourbon inside the Lowe's Hotel, one of the greatest brunches in the city. Really good spot. Uh, they're having a great event this coming Monday. So we want to thank them for being on the show and thank Bill Zimmerman. Andy. Really good friend of mine, uh, Susie. She spends a ton of time in there. Uh, I was saying a little bit off mic that um, they're – her and her significant other are in there seven, eight times a year. Oh, wow. Three, four days at a time, New Year's Eve, holidays. Um, the food is delicious. The yeah. service is delicious. The rooms are great. Um, everything about that place, the hotel, Bank and Bourbon, the, the whole sort of 12th and Market is super convenient. I mean, people can jump off the Paco train yep. and yeah. get there. It's very um, convenient. There's, there's, if you've got one spot to stop in the city, um, between Reading Terminal Market, Chinatown is right nearby. Yeah, there that Bank and Bourbon is right there. If you're going to make one stop, yeah. I would tell someone to get off at Eighth and Market and just walk around, make Three, a whole four, day, five out of blocks. It. Yeah. And you can make a whole day out of, you know, forget just Center City. I no, mean, you're right. Like four blocks. Yeah, that is the perfect location. You can hit everything. They've got Old City Coffee and Reading Terminal Market. You can literally do three meals. Absolutely, and. Uh, we want to thank them for being on the show, and we're going to start a mashup show right now. To my right, Jim Pappas, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure page on Facebook. Jim has over 200 pictures of cheesesteaks around the city. He gives I think you- it's the same cheesesteak. He just takes it from <laughs> different angles and stuff like that. And oh, quick, he- let me throw mushrooms on this one. And he gives you a rating system, which I love. Uh, he breaks it down. He gets vegetables on his cheesesteak, so you can see how fresh the vegetables are. So here's how we're going to do it yeah, today. Yeah, stop doing that. We're no. going to we're going to go Jim, Rick, John, and then you're going to wrap it up for us. Oh, well, wonderful. Yep, and we're going <laughs> to then we're going to go around again. So well, I just have a thing, uh, dude, they just ask you like what's the best cheesesteak all the time. Oh, yeah. I, he gets it all the time. People. No, actually no. No one. <laughs> I, 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 sit, I sit in restaurants at the bar, pick taking pictures of my cheesesteak talking uh, into my phone. He videos too. I thought you just like, bark like before they even finish the question, you just bark out a place <laughs> and just walk in. I'll put this over in terms you guys will easily understand. Jim is not over. Right. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. That's that's absolutely not true. Neither I would, am I. <laughs> I would assume your feed is just filled with an address and a question mark, and someday hopefully, you know, they'll get the cheesesteak emoji for, you know, I'm, I'm Apple cl- and I'm, Samsung phones yeah. or whatever. I'm actually glad you said that because at Cheesesteak Adventure on Instagram is an excellent follow yeah. because he, check it out. he videos it. And mm. you can see the video, and I think video is much better than uh, you know photos. It is and he'll video. food because you can really yeah kinda, you can really get like into you it. Can, like for example, there are times where we'll be watching, and we've all gone through this. You know, food. You're watching Food Network. You're watching Top Chef. You're watching whatever, right? Yeah. And the camera zooms in there. People have like a 4K, whatever. Yeah. You know, I can see who shaved that day. Absolutely. Uh, the guys too, and um, <laughs> you can see when food is dry. Yeah. You can see when it's oily. Very you can see true. when it's greasy. When he does his videos, you can see, you know what I mean? Meat's cooked right. Yeah, absolutely. Cheese is properly melted. The bread is fresh, not. Yeah, no, you know. I agree. And Jim Pappas, your first pick is. Go ahead. My first pick is uh, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. And, and I, I want to, I need to, to your points, can I have like a minute at the end to pay for a big announcement? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Excellent. Absolutely. The, um, <laughs> and I do get the question all the time. If people, I, I just, I was just being. I, I'm like cynical. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the, the funny part is, is if I'm sitting somewhere filming my cheesesteak and talking about it, yeah, people avoid me like it's like taking children to the other side of the street, like okay. get away from that crazy yeah. man. Yeah, but sure. when I talking to friends, they're always like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" Or they're like, "You're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> uh, my first matchup is I'm gonna go back over to New Jersey, J Cole country, and <laughs> go back to. Um, 
Lawrence Township, Meatheads. Um, they actually, they're probably half their menu is nothing but mashups. But, okay. Uh, their favorite mashup, as you, and if you've seen my cheesesteaks, I, I like the place I get dessert. Well, at Meatheads, I liked my my original mashup so much, I got my second mashup, which was a cheesesteak on a knish. That and sounds good. That was delicious. I'm glad I didn't have that first because I would have eaten the whole thing and I wouldn't have had a chance to have my second one, which was the uh, the dripper or the dipper or whatever that phenomenal concoction was that I had first at that place. But, uh, yeah, a knish, cheesesteak on knish, meatheads. I think it's business we one up there in Lawrence Township. Phenomenal place. I guess it's like half takeout, half. I guess they're doing like a spinoff of uh, the South Philly thing where it's a, a canopy. You know, there's not like a – you know, right. take out, but they have a canopy to sit there so you can go on a nice day and sit outside. Nice. Or under the canopy. But uh, Meatheads, Kanish Cheese. Okay, Meatheads. Uh, next is Rick. Uh, Rick, we kind of put the Wrestle Rock guys on the spot, so Rick, you can just give yeah. your food opinion. Um, I have a, uh, a mashup that you can probably do at home. Go ahead. Would that be all right? This yeah. is something my, my wife makes all the time. It's fried chicken, but for the breading, she uses pork rinds. Nice. This is a, um, she actually sent me the recipe. She dips the chicken in an egg and like, you know, the egg mixture and then uh, dips it into um, uh, mashed up pork rinds, ground pork rinds uh, with Parmesan, Parmesan cheese, garlic powder, salt and pepper, cooks it in the oven for 55 minutes and 400. That sounds great. Yeah. This is, uh, we just started keto at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And this is uh, for that. This is, if so for anybody out there is listening it's on keto, you can, you can have this and this is. Great to know. Good for that. Yeah, keto is huge. Yeah, it's Pop a bit work. of a bit of a healthier option as well. Yeah. You don't think that when you hear pork I, rinds. I, I'm but... on a high caloric diet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baby, get my wrestling on. Get my Marlboros and that chicken pork rind. Thing. Let's go. It's my pork roll cleanse. <laughs> yeah, pork roll cleanse. <laughs> but that's a great tip, Rick. That's a really good. Yeah, yeah. A little something at home if you don't, you know, if you don't want to go out. Right. No, just hit the grocery store. So Rick's coming out swinging today. Yeah, there All we right. go. J Cole. No, I like that. To speak to that point, um, I've you go through my Instagram feed, you'll see that if it's in a bag, <laughs> I will pulverize it and bread something with it. <laughs> I've done pork cutlets that way, nice. pounded them thin. First, I started with pretzels, then I uh, beer nuts, anything that I can crush up in a bag, uh, you know, with a pan. Uh, Doritos work really well. Um, there was a joint, oh, a couple of years ago when we, uh, Ron Solden and I did Corner Pub Kitchen, we had, uh, shrimp. We did shrimp a couple of times and we did it breaded with, um, sweet, chili, sweet Thai chili Doritos and people love that stuff. So there's absolutely, um, think of it this way. Anything that you, any snack you can crush up and use for breading. Like if you want to really make, I don't care if it's chicken cutlet uh, pork cutlet, whatever you want to do with it. If you don't have to go to the store, right? Um, the story of my life has been: uh, I've got 19 of the 20 ingredients I need. Instead of finding something else when I was young and lazy, I'd go out and get the 20th ingredient. Now anything can become the 20th ingredient, and that will lead me to my first mashup, which is from my friend Alex at Mom Pa's Tex-Mex Barbecue mm. in Rancocas Woods in Mount Laurel. Literally, I could walk to this place if I wasn't quite so fat and lazy. <laughs> but um, I used to take, throw my dog, old dog in the truck, and we'd shoot over there, walk the dog. They have a nice coffee shop over there. Um, my friend Alex got in there. He was a very successful, he still is, food truck operator, right. with a storefront, which is a log cabin, really nice location. Um, he does catering. They have a few tables where you can eat inside. Neighborhoods really sort of embraced him warmly. He debuted the Tot Rito, which is his burrito, nice. and he takes the rice out and he throws in tater tots. Nice. So you've got tater tots. He can do it with pulled pork, or I had mine with smoked chicken because Alex is a great barbecue guy. Chicken always gets overlooked. Yeah. Everyone's always beef, pork, beef, pork, beef, pork. So I said, you know what? Everyone's asking me to eat vegetables, so I got chicken. And uh, the, the chicken one eats. <laughs> With pork rinds. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's the truth. I remember I was watching Anthony Bourdain's show, and I think he was in Argentina, and he asked somebody, don't you got vegetables in this country? And the guy's like, chicken. I'm like, <laughs> fair enough, sold. 
So um, that's a great tip. He really pulverize some Doritos off the top <laughs> rope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say go over to Alex. He he has a couple different tot type dishes. He does Mexitots. Nice. Which um, you know or tachos, where he replaces the nacho chips with tots. And uh, the guy's an amazing barbecue pit master. The guy really, because staff is great. Um, shoot over there and ask for a tot read. Good idea. Um, I posted pictures of one on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram. It's it's delicious. Instagram, it's delicious. And you can breakfast it real easy by just throwing a fried egg in there. Nice. And um, we're not, it's not too wild a mashup to start with. Right, right. Um, we'll get to that. You know, I figure we'll get a little bit down that road. Yeah, down a little the road. Bit further we'll get to that. I wanted to kind of throw up like a nice easy one. Nice one. Uh, Mark. Oh, God. So my favorite mashup is a Mezcal Manhattan. Does that work? <laughs> uh, Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a bartender. So he, Mark is a bartender. So just my specialty is more in alcohol. Uh, and uh, I'm, I kind of eat really clean. So it's kind of tough for me to pick something like a mashup. But, uh, just pick a regular food that you like as a no, restaurant. No, I, I want to hear more about the alcohol. Let okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that's technically well, that's a mashup. It. That's why I was, the bank and bourbon thing is like straight up my alley. Yeah. Um, uh, the... the Coolest thing I've had so far in the last couple of weeks is uh, I always say the name wrong. Bar Hoga is a H Y G G E over in Fairmount. They do a Reuben with beef tongue. Oh, and if you, you wow. get they do this little share play thing where you do three, five, and seven, and you like items on the share awesome. play. And yeah, that's probably the coolest thing I've had so far. Uh, besides that, like. I'm your guy if you want happy hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Rassle Rock guys are hitting out, of, hitting it out of the park. This Hell is great. Yeah. Tune into next week's <laughs> Dining on a Dime when me and the Wrestle Rock guys talk about food and booze. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach Kevin. At- <laughs> but uh, that's a great pick. Uh, their food's excellent there. If you've never been to Bar Hogan, our food is uh, very good. Nice. And I'm going to do my pick, and uh, then we're going to go to the uh, J. Cole Freestyle. So let me do my pick, and then we're going to hit John Cole for the freestyle. I uh, just want to let our listeners know that uh, John Cole is a very high-priced, high-end uh, restaurant consultant. So every week, 30 minutes into the show, we have John just freestyle. Doesn't have to be about the topic of the show, just what his thoughts are in the restaurant business. And since our show is about value, Dining on a Dime is a show about giving you the best value. Uh, John is going to give you free advice, uh, which is unusual for John. John doesn't usually do things for free. <laughs> John doesn't do anything for free. So the I, Joker said if you're good at something, <laughs> so don't I'm do gonna, it for free. I'm going to give my pick, and then we're going to go to the J. Cole Freestyle. My pick... And I was talking about every, to everybody about this. This show is actually influenced by John because he is the king of all mashups. Uh, but uh, uh, my pick is when I was telling everybody about the show this week, all of them, almost everybody I talked to about it said, well, you have to talk about the Philly taco. You got to talk about the Philly taco. Uh, the Philly taco is Jim's steak. Wrapped around Lorenzo's Pizza, wrapped around the gym. Stick. They're right across the street from each other. Yeah, they're so right across the street. Generally, from each other. order the Philly taco. Doesn't somebody go running over and get the slice? Exactly. From yeah. So what they're doing is they're taking Jim's cheesesteak and they're uh, putting it inside of Lorenzo's Pizza and they're wrapping it around. And, and for our listeners who might not know this, uh, Lorenzo's slices are pretty big. They're huge. They're, they're not. Huge. You know, maybe someone's thinking of like a small slice at third or, uh, third and south. One of my favorite yeah. spots. I go into Lorenzo's about twice a week. It's um, legendary. That place. Yeah, legendary. legendary. Absolutely. So I want to let everyone know that the South Street Festival is May fourth from eleven a.m. to eight p.m. And during that festival, they do a contest. Uh, it's called the Philly Taco Contest. The winner, it's a $10 entry fee, and i got to be honest with you, I was saying as if it was factual, no, it's $50 to get it. It's 10 bucks. <laughs> you can send that $50 to Kevin Wilson. <laughs> but it's 10 bucks to enter, and it's at the South Street Festival, May 4th from 11 to 8, and uh, the winner of the uh, Philly Taco Contest gets a year, not one month, not two months, a whole year of free pizza and cheesesteaks. Mm. To the winner. Yikes. And I have told all my friends, I'm like, look, I could eat 20 Philly tacos and then say, do you guys got a cheesesteak to go? You know, that's how I am. Sounds to me like El Wingador territory, man. So I will be doing, I will be entering the Philly taco contest this year because I know I can win. Okay, right now, J. Cole is a very high-priced, high-end. It would cost you millions upon millions of dollars to hire J. Cole to consult for your (laughs) restaurant. 
Uh, every week, uh, every show, 30 minutes into the show, we have a J. Cole freestyle. John's just going to talk about what's on his mind. He did a segment where he was talking about the staffing issues at restaurants. A lot of restaurants are having issues hiring people. I, I could talk for hours yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, in the industry. and we got a lot of pop from that. So J. Cole Freestyle, go ahead, buddy. That will be we're gonna that's something we're gonna continue throughout the year because yeah. that's like an evolving thing. And we're gonna spread it out to not just restaurants, bars, delis, I don't care what it is. Uh, this week's freestyle is a little bit the flip side of that. And that's as a customer, what you should expect. Um, this idea of the customer is always right. Uh, no. Nobody's <laughs> perfect. Nobody's always right. My Twitter feed, thankfully, my Instagram feed, my Facebook page is filled with some of the most incredibly talented people from the Poconos to Atlantic City, up through Princeton into North Jersey, Hoboken. Um, these are people who are really passionate about what they do. Some are in food trucks, some are caterers, some are in sort of uh, small locations or whatever. Um, one of the things you should understand, you respect the craft liquor movement, you respect the craft beer movement. This is essentially a craft food movement, little barbecue shops, uh, little pizza places. As a customer, you really should, unless you just want to be a jerk. And I'll say this right now. If you want to be a jerk, be a jerk. Don't take my advice. After this, you can just shut off the podcast. You don't have to listen to this anymore. <laughs> but, um... Earlier this week, I saw some jerk job who I guess works for CNBC, or maybe he sells things at CNBC. And the special was actually um, this miserable piece of excrement had taken time out of his day to do a piece on how to chisel your server out of their tip. Oh, I heard about that. CNBC put this out there. So, hey, CNBC, if you don't like me taking a shot at you, first of all, too bad. You put that out there with your name on it, not me. Um, thankfully, everyone from servers to bartenders to chefs to everyone bashed owners, everybody bashed this guy. Like, seriously, you know, human excrement, eat at home. My guess is he can't cook, which is why he's eating out all the right. time. So, you know, either make more money or learn how to cook. Don't chisel people out of what they're owed. So his mentality is the screwed a person is making $2.83. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. This guy, I don't know how much CNBC and whatever other sucker he sells his work to pays him. Clearly, it's not enough because, you know, the two, three dollar an hour person, single parent, kid, whatever, um, seven people living in a one bedroom apartment somewhere. That's the person he decides, well, you know, that's the person that's got to take the shot. And this individual, I'm not even going to name him because I'm not going to give no, him, don't give him uh, Don't give no. him any publicity. Um, if you're really upset, go find it on – Twitter is the big one it hit, but you can find it on the other social media pages too. Uh, just check CNBC. They were the ones who decided they wanted to go to town with this guy and put this out there. How I'm saving you money. Yeah, by teaching you how to be an absolute piece of trash. It shocked me that and he did I, that. I think it shocked everybody. And that actually I was going to do – the freestyle this week was going to be a little bit more lighthearted. I was going to talk about Manny Young Street Festival yeah. and, you know, uh, Lorita Winery is opening up and their Easter egg hunt. Uh, this guy just set me off. Yeah. And I realized we try not to be super date and time specific. Right, Somebody right. might be listening to this six months from now. Right. And hopefully this jerk job is cleaning floors in a Walmart somewhere. And yeah. nobody, nowhere near either the restaurant industry or the journalism industry. Just mind-boggling. But um, I was stunned that this was the direction this guy took. And essentially, he wants you to kind of, well, figure out the time of day and the percentage is a sliding scale if it's almost like like surge rates for lift. Right. You know what I mean? Like, or or whatever. And then the individual's like, well, I'm not paying. It's not my fault there's taxes. Right. So even if you do pay 20%, it should be on a much smaller amount. And I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. Your server is probably one, two, three, four jobs. We got Jim Hassan in here. He works like four or five different places yeah, at a time. Absolutely. I'm actually friends with him. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's on our show. I love Trash Jim. Talk Jimmy, he's a regular guy. You can find him on Twitter. He's a regular contributor, Dining yeah. on a Dime. Um, he'll be contributing when we kick off uh, f- um, uh, Food and Around. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he, was, uh, he was a regular listener to the Food Truck Authority. Yep. This guy knows food at every level. And he, he was in disbelief. Like, hold on. He's seen everything. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw this week that got me is, and again, I'm not going to name this person either. They took time to leave a message on uh, the Facebook page, I believe, of Mike's Barbecue. Okay. We've talked to Mike Strauss. I consider Mike Strauss a friend of mine. 
He co-founded the Tap Room on 9th. Now he's Mike's Barbecue. This is legitimately one of the nicest guys in the industry. Anybody who works in the industry knows Mike Strauss is there for you. Um, Anything you need, anything you can do. Uh, He used to be out on the street before he got into, I think he's at 9th and Rittner, I think. Um, Legitimately one of the super good guys in the industry. Barbecue is barbecue. When he's done, he's done. He can only make so much. Anybody who's been in and around Philadelphia realizes, particularly South Philly, everything's pocket size, everything's concierge size. If you want to go to Famous Dave's next to the terrible mall where you live, go ahead. You're not really eating barbecue. Right. Um, Famous Dave's is like the Epcot version of foreign food. <laughs> right. You know, and um, I, so when Mike says, someone says, oh, well, I got there and you were sold out, or uh, you couldn't give me, fulfill my entire order. Right. Well, what vacuum are you living in that you're comparing Mike's barbecue, which is probably top two, three Philly barbecue spots in the area. I tell people in South Jersey all the time, worth going into the city for. Yeah. Oh, I can't find parking. Figure it out. It, right. It's really, really good. Um, they're giving the guy a whole rash. Um, this, that, whatever. They didn't like it. Um, knock it off. Right. right. If you have a legitimate complaint in a restaurant, um, as it is, most industry people laugh at the person who wants to talk at them to a manager. It's always Karen with her hair from Supercuts. You know who I'm talking about. My poor sister's name is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, but you guys, I mean, anybody at social media, you know what I mean when I say Karen. Yeah. Karen, you can't talk to the manager. Industry people know what that means. Yeah, not to cut you off, but, man, I could talk for hours. Yeah, it would no. destroy my career. Sure. Yeah. Much. As a bartender, talking about how brutal the industry yep. has turned in the last 10 years. Yeah. It's it's that what people think they deserve and what they think they should tip, and how they should treat us yeah. is, in the last ten years has changed. And the thing is, that's where your staffing issue comes from. Exactly, is guys like me are going away, right? Because we're the personality bartenders, and they don't want personality anymore. Because you could offend somebody, and you have to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. And that sort of wraps up my freestyle this week. He, you just made my point better than I would. Um, so I'm super glad for that. Uh, Jim, who does uh, Chef AF, uh, I know you don't want me to blurt this out because <laughs> right. you, you want advertisers to right. sell your book, author right. Kevin Wilson. Yes. But we'll say the name of his podcast is Chef AF, and right. he's covered this several times. You can find him on uh, find him at Foodable on social media. He's talked about this, and the two things we've put together is the economy has changed for sure. Right. Paying people 2 $3 an hour is slave wage. It doesn't work. But exactly what you said is the truth. Why can't you find really good help? In order to have good help, you have to have a hardworking, conscientious person. Right. What decent human being would allow someone to treat them like a human doormat? Right. Um, because they want to save... A dollar sixteen on a tip, and, or you know, whatever. and we and we have another fifty picks to give. So I just want to rush this, but I want to get your expert opinion on one thing. I did an event for Toast. Uh, they were talking about an app for the individual restaurant, so that if someone has a complaint, they can just go to the app. Because isn't the purpose of making a complaint on Yelp to get it resolved? I would think. So there is going to be an app. What do you think about that? There's always a way to be heard by kitchen manager, general manager, bar manager. There's always a way to be heard, and there's always a way to express yourself. Now, I understand. I myself have been asked, I'm sure everybody at this table at some point in their life has been asked to leave a bar because you had way too much to drink. You and your friends were being jerks. But generally speaking, there is a way to go about, if my chicken is raw, there's a way to speak to someone. If I ordered a Manhattan and you poured me a screwdriver, right. there's a way to say. We're always there to fix it. We're always there to help. Dude, this wasn't what I ordered. Yeah. yeah. Get, and uh, without, you know, suddenly turning it into, uh, you know, a, like a play, like street theater right. performance. And, I need to. And an app would be a great way to do that. Yeah. An event. I went. I did an event for Toast and uh, they were talking it's about a great it, product. an app for the individual restaurants because. That's great. People tend to always go public, you know what I mean, when there's yeah. no need. If your purpose is to straighten out an issue, yeah. if you talk to the restaurant directly through that app, I think it would help a lot. Well, I saw a thing yeah. where some Yelp elite, and just that term makes me I laugh. hate that. Don't give me story. But no. if, uh, and I always invite Yelp elite people to call here. So oh, I, I would can, love it. So I can make fun of you and show you exactly <laughs> how little you know about the industry. However, Absolutely. Um, Yelpers, you had an opportunity 
to use your platform for good. Right. And to use a comic book term, you did not. Right. You chose to use your powers for evil. Absolutely. So I've got zero interest in anything you guys have to say. And if you guys want to go home tonight and get angry, uh, watch the Food Network show Help My Yelp. And oh, my God. Really? Oh, no. that just, that, it, that's a show? Uh, it's a show. It's a woman prob- who have a brings in yelpers, and they're act, they act like they're Craig LeBan. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. It, 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 trust me. You don't know what you're talking about. Don't praise these people. I okay. Can- that's what We're going to move on. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, mashups. We're going to go Jim Pappas, Rick, John, and then uh, Mark. Go ahead, Jim Pappas. And, and we have to cut our picks short because we're running out of time. I'm going to check my, uh, my Yelp stuff. Yeah. My Yelp account has just been deactivated. <laughs> <laughs> we, we give you two stars. <laughs> I, only have, uh, see, I only have 1,100 yeah. uh, pictures on there. Uh, my next mashup is uh, Peter and Sons. Again, over in Jersey. Um, Never watched the Goldbergs, but that kid must be right. Some of the best cheesesteaks are over in Jersey. Yeah. Peter, son, Peter and Sons in Glassboro. It's a um, cheesesteak on a soft pretzel. Nice. Um, so good. Nice. And the, the best part about it is, you you know, we've all eaten a ton of soft pretzels. We've all eaten a ton of cheesesteaks. Yeah. And it tastes nothing like you think it is. Wow. I'm looking at the thing going, oh, this is, I know exactly what it's going to taste like. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, what did I put in my mouth? This is not. <laughs> This That's great. Sake. It's phenomenal. Um, Mrs. Peter Tina runs a phenomenal little place. Couldn't be nicer. Nice, nice little spot. Eat inside. Um, I got the uh, firehouse fries to go. Nice. Again, I liked it enough that I got something to go. And um, it was French fries with uh, cheesesteak meat and uh, the hot sauce that um, – I know at my age I should not eat hot sauce, <laughs> um, but I started eating the hot sauce. All right. And um, it tasted great going oh. down. All right. That sounds great. And uh, just so you guys know, we're going to do a speed round. So when you give your picks, we're just going to go quick. Rick and then John. Rick. Um, I'm going to go with something else my wife makes just because it's <laughs> delicious. Bro, you can't cook, can you? No. Not at all. I can, I can microwave hot dogs. Shout, out to, I can, you know. shout out to Heather Connor. Yeah, yeah really. My wife, my wife is awesome in the kitchen. But uh, she makes a, uh, again, we're, we're on this diet, and uh, she makes pizza, like a full pizza with almond flour for the crust. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, almond flour. Hang on. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, almond flour, mozzarella cheese uh, with cream cheese, and then, uh, you know, eggs and uh, Italian seasoning, salt, pepper, and go. the whole deal. That's nice. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really good, and it's another healthy little substitute. And keto? Or keto, no? yeah. Yeah, keto. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John Cole. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think my next one, and again, about riffing off what he said, people are doing crazy stuff with pizza. Yeah. They're swapping mm-hmm. out ingredients yeah. where... Uh, different diets. I've seen people put pizza on a crust made of cauliflower. Uh, this works. These aren't just things that people are like reaching for. These are things that people will do in their home. Um, talking about your cheesesteak, one of the things, and this is being rediscovered, and this will be for a future <laughs> J. Cole freestyle, <laughs> but this has been rediscovered the last couple days, and that's putting a cheesesteak in a stuffed pepper. Let me be clear. Known as we're putting cheesesteaks in stuffed peppers in South Philly, like in the 70s, if they ran out of bread. Right. You got home too late and the bakery was closed. All that meat and cheese, usually a little bit of onions or something, right, right into a bell pepper, right into the oven, nice. and that's the way you ate it. So you, that's something you guys can do at home. Um, you know, just a little bit. Mashups are about expanding your mind. Uh, Tony Luke did a show called Food Mashups, and, you know, they did some pretty out there stuff. Um, but you know, if you can't cook like our friend, Rick, um, you can, you can do minor stuff. You know, you nice. can make these minor changes. Great pick. Um, probably I'll tell you the place. I'm more about places than specific dishes. Right. Is Charlie's Crepes in Merchant. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Charlie is doing great, stuff. Great on, follow on Instagram. He's a great follow on Instagram. I'm looking at his Instagram right now and I'm looking at a crepe and I know people would not have expected this on a crepe. Asiago cheese, roasted potatoes, a pair of poached eggs, and homemade chorizo sausage gravy. Nice. Uh, it's Charlie's Crepes, R-A-R-A. Uh, um, some of the stuff that he is doing on here, he's got a crab cake crepe. Nice. Um, 
you can get in there during the week. It's not now that the weather's getting nice. It's really, really, really. I cannot say enough about this guy, Charlie. He is a solid culinary citizen, as I like to say. The guy really knows his stuff. And an awesome Instagram follower. And an awesome Instagram follower. And he does. You know what? He does stuff. I'm looking at one right now. The bacon briniator. Nice. Bacon that he's done, he kind of cooks it down into a jelly, adds bray, adds mm. some cherry. I mean, you guys go and just, like I said, it's right, Charlie's it Crepes, uh, R-A-R-A, rah-rah. Nice. Go and we're look gonna, it out. Go and, look it up and, and check it out. And we're going to do a speed round. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, since you guys are sticking with pizza, I'm going to go with Wood Street Pizza on 12th and Wood. They do okay. a uh, version of a, um, a roast pork sandwich for like a pizza. So it's uh, sausage, long hots. And ricotta cheese, very simple. Oh, that's really good that flavor. Sounds delicious. Uh, Dean Kitagawaga. I can never say his name right. <laughs> he uh, he does some really cool stuff over there at Wood Street. Um, nice. It's a little hidden area over there until, you know. Beautiful. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash dying on a dime one forward slash. I have posted photos, so I got to name two in a row real quick to, just because of the photos are on there. I named Lucky's Last Chance peanut butter and jelly bacon cheeseburger. I have the burger's delicious. We I think yeah, we both so might have had it at Burger Brawl. It's delicious. By far the best burger it's a great I've bar had. Too. Yeah, and it's a great bar. It's a great, great bar. spot. It's in my book also. Okay, <laughs> take a shot. Take a shot, everybody. <laughs> but uh, table for one, Barnes and Noble. I also have a photo of, you know, the London Grill has a burger with an English muffin bun, and that's kind of appropriate for that uh, that uh, restaurant. Uh, also, we have the lobster grilled cheese from Chop Steakhouse. Lobster grilled cheese from Chops is on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dining on dime one forward slash Jim Pappas. Go ahead. Delco. Hunt's, uh, Hunt's Annex Lounge on McDay Boulevard, right down there by uh, 476. Nice. Um, place driven by there for 56 years. I used to live up the street up Fair, Fairview Avenue. Drove by there forever. Never had an inkling to go in until I met Kevin Wilson and, <laughs> and dining on a dime. Since we made you go. <laughs> and they made me go to bars and eat cheesesteaks. So I uh, went. I actually, uh, it's funny because you mentioned Karen and Supercuts. I was getting my hair cut, and the guy next <laughs> to me was talking about cheesesteak egg rolls. And I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? In of themselves a mashup. Yeah, he's like, you have to go down. Yeah, hunts, hunts down the streets. And while we were, while I was there, we were there. Karen and I were there getting our cheesesteak egg rolls we looked on the menu and they had the 1311 texas nice. something or other i forgot i looked online to figure out the name too and i forgot it already but um nice cheesesteak on uh texas toast um phenomenal nice phenomenal sandwich hunts annex right off of uh, 476 with day boulevard easy okay. to get to um go in don't be afraid when you leave pay attention to where the regulars come in so you know how to Go out so the next time you go there, <laughs> you can come in the back door. I do that with parking, parking too. See you. where the regulars park, man. I hear you. All right. Wildfireradio.com. Look up Dining on a Dime. You'll hear all our archives. We have 31 other shows. Uh, also, Wildfire. So is this our 31st anniversary? Yeah, right. Can we get an anniversary show like Razzle Rock? <laughs> Wild I don't want Lanny Poffo, though. That, that guy blows. I don't want him. Wild his greatest moments. Wildfireradio.com. Look up Razzle Rock. We have the crew from Razzle Rock here. It's the greatest wrestling show in the history of mankind. Uh, they're here joining us today. They got stuck with us. They must, they must owe Wildfire Radio money. Are you guys behind or something? Right. So uh, we'll go Rick, John, Mark, and then I have a you couple. You are not going to bother Rick's wife again for another recipe. <laughs> Look at the guy. Rick, you can tell he doesn't call, call know. your wife. Would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why isn't it. she here? I just, told, I just texted her that. I was like, man, you should really be Next here. Next episode, you Rick's probably. wife and I discuss but do you mashups. Have, do you have another one? We put these guys on the spot. Are you doing mashups not, again? No, whatever you want to do. Talk about restaurants. Talk about um, whatever. There was a restaurant I just went to this morning for breakfast okay uh, me and my wife it's called uh marianne's homestyle cooking it's in uh it's in uh levittown pennsylvania 1263 woodborne road um it was a really good breakfast but i got um, a meat lover's omelet uh i'm big into meat if you can't tell by my <laughs> body but uh it's a meat lover's omelet and instead of you know it comes with the the toast and the uh um 
what are they, home fries. Yeah. But I, I skipped that and just got a side of bacon inside of sausage. That's what I do. That's, yeah. Well, right. that's a good recipe for a heart attack, you know, but I'm on that, that keto diet, so it's just all meat and cheese and whatever, you know, <laughs> less, uh, less stuff. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good place and the uh, service is great. Sounds great. Just uh, highly recommend it. I appreciate it. John Cole, your pick, but I want you to do your pick because we're running out of time. Your pick, plus I want you to tell... The folks, because he's a king of mashups, what's your favorite thing to make at home with a mashup? Okay, I can do that too. Uh, I'll throw this one out quick because I'll be talking about them quite a bit. Um, one of the things that comes and goes in my life all the time are hot dogs. Okay. Um, and now I, got, you know, I go away, I come back, go away, come back. Hot dogs are an amazing platform for mashup. Yesterday I was a place in Lambertville, very you know picturesque across from New Hope. Everybody loves it. Um, and I went to a place called More Than Q. And in and of itself, and I'm going to talk about them on another show, but just go. They have some of the best barbecue in the state of New Jersey. That's all you need to know. On their menu, they have their version of a mashup, which is called the Goldman. It is a smoked, bacon-wrapped, deep-fried Nathan's hot dog dropped on a bun with pulled pork and slaw. Um, the, the pairing of a hot dog and pulled pork uh, a lot of people do it. It's hard to do right. I've got a few friends that do it right, like my buddy Ira at Moondog Grill. And unfortunately, i got a lot of people. Um, Alex, my friend Alex does it really. Mom Paz has one too he does um, on his truck. Uh, a lot of people are not doing that very well. So do me a favor. When you decide you're going to do these mashups, think about do these flavors work? Everybody knows a hot dog is kind of meaty, kind of salty. Let's try to balance that flavor out a little bit. Well, you know what I mean? When I see people putting a hot dog on a pretzel bun, that's three beers I need. So, yeah. first of all, thank you. <laughs> but second of all, you know what I mean? Keep in mind that if you're a business, um, one of the things, a little tip I always do for people, too, on food truck, you're not feeding you. Yeah. You're feeding everyone but you. Yeah. Um, if you're feeding you, you've done your thing. You've done your menu wrong. You should be out of food at the end of the night on a food truck or a restaurant. You don't want to be taking home this stuff. Yeah. So uh, more than Q, ask the Goldman. I believe it's been named after a DJ on 101.5 okay. in Jersey. Um, and Dennis Judy, a bunch of people have been over there. They've had this thing. Uh, this thing is about a half a pound. The, the dog is a quarter pound, nice. and it's wrapped in bacon. Oh, and smothered in their mustard barbecue sauce. You can buy bottles of it there. It's absolutely delicious. My yep. own personal mashup to right, make. Right, because you're the mashup guy. Um, probably. It's, it's changed throughout the years. Um, and I've tried to do some things which absolutely should not be done. <laughs> um, probably the favorite one I've done, and you can go to my Instagram feed, at jcole, C-O-H-L, and find it, was the Hoagie of Seven Fishes. I tried for two years to get this thing right. Wow. My buddy uh, and some of the guys on another Wildfire show, Corner Pub Sports, they were wondering. Some thought I could do it. Some thought, no, there's no way you can do it. Um, and with the help of sushi and gravlax and crab cakes, I was able to sort of get seven fishes in different forms nice. onto a hoagie. And that's probably my favorite one I've done because that's hard. Nice. That's really yeah, hard to ba different. balance out. You know, when you tell someone you're going to turn sardines in olive oil into a mayo, right. mayonnaise, you know, you sort of get that face like, ah, I got to go. Thanks, man. And they're just going to hit wawa <laughs> on the way home. Right. And on first listen, I, I, I get it. I yeah. understand that. That's probably that's a great idea. To do. My favorite mashup to do at home. I mentioned it a few days ago, a few minutes ago. You can get meat and you can get cheese. If you have a cast iron pan, I have a cast iron grill pan. I have a flat top, a cast iron flat top for my gas grill. Um, fresh rolls for cheesesteaks are always hard. Right. Plus, you know, we live in a neighborhood where why would you make a cheesesteak at home? Um, but I would say stuffing peppers with roast pork, leftover roast pork. Um, one of my favorite things to do is stuff long hots. Nice. With roast pork meat and broccoli rob. Um, Peppers are a great platform for almost anything. You don't want to, you don't have the bread or, you know, I wouldn't know anything about dieting, but I guess there are diets out there where people don't eat bread, <laughs> right? Right. Yes. right. Uh, I'm not you know, eating bread right now. Some you of said them. people eat clean. You know, people care about what they look like in the right. shower. Clearly I do not, but there are people that <laughs> do. Whatever makes you happy, man. Um, so, you know, you can find, you can take a little break there. Sounds great. I'm not a healthy eater, but cheesesteak and a pepper. 
probably sure. a little bit healthier yeah. than, you know, a guy like me is doing cheesesteak and garlic bread or meatball sandwiches on the garlic <laughs> bread. Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, Mark, your final pick. We were down to our last five minutes. Oh, geez. Uh, I will go with uh, La Calaca Feliz, 23rd and Fairmount. They wow. Do, <laughs> they do uh, short rib nachos that I love. So, nice. Um, I mean, nobody does that really in the area. So That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's, it's actually really a great food. pick. Yeah. Okay, wildfire. So radio. I have a question then. Before you kind of get into the business end of you know buy our book, do right. this, do that, pass. <laughs> why does this guy know so much about food? And Rick has just got <laughs> his wife on speed dial. <laughs> We're gonna put Rick's wife on Skype yeah. next. <laughs> yeah, next week we want her skyping in, dude. You just do the button pushing over on Pretty the other side of the glass. To, yeah. to be lame, I've been in the industry for twenty years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, gra- grassroots bartender, but I was a bouncer, bar back bartender. I've been in the industry. Yeah, for you've been years. in there twenty years. We didn't know you were a ringer when you came. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wildfireradio.com. We have the crew from Rassel Rock. It's a great wrestling show. Look up Rassel Rock. Uh, When's wh- it on again, Kevin? Tell us when, when they're on again. Seven fifteen Friday nights. Thank they you, sir. do it live, and then uh, you know, but it's a great show, and I highly recommend it. I'm going to read off three quick uh, mashups because I put them on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dying on dime one forward slash high street has a sushi burrito. You can see the photo on our Facebook page. It's a burrito and a sushi mixed up together. Uh, It's been very successful. I see a couple people doing it here and there. And if you see more than one person doing it, then you know. Exactly. And then uh, we're going to have uh, Bill Beck on soon. And Beck's Reading Terminal on 30th Street Station has an alligator po' boy. Mm. Which I think is pretty cool because where can you get the alligator? I think that's awesome. And then I Bill has a better mess up than that, by the way, which yeah, I created. Go ahead, go ahead. And that's their uh, they have their uh, their balls that they do. They're kind of boot yeah, balls or right. whatever. Um, you throw some of the etouffee on that. Nice. You get the balls and the etouffee together. I was the first person that did that. He told me eight years ago, wow. nine years ago. That's fantastic. And it's very different. The balls can be a little bit dry. The etouffee can be a little bit ricey. Right. You throw these things together. Nice. Absolutely delicious. Bill Beck's one of the most talented cooks in our He'll area. He'll be on our show. We're going to have him on soon. Uh, also, I put the Oyster House on the uh, Facebook page. Oyster House has a great uh, burger with oyster on it. It's the Oyster House burger. It's delicious. It's on the Facebook page. They call it the Bayman's Burger or something? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's like a big burger and then fried oysters on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And next Sunday is Easter, so we will not be having a show next Sunday, but we will be back in full force. Like a like a cannon, we're coming back uh, April twenty eighth. Our show is going to be about pizza, and we're going to have the leading expert of pizza, Pete Genovese, uh, with us for the pizza show. Uh, if you love pizza, that is the show to listen to. Uh, at Dining on a Dime One on on uh, Twitter. Uh, the show will be posted on Twitter before seven thirty, hopefully. Rick and. Uh, uh, Russell Rock, give us your tags, Rick. Uh, your social media tags. Oh gosh, I don't know them. It's at <laughs> at Russell underscore Rock on Twitter. If he doesn't know them, call his wife. She apparently knows. She everything. knows <laughs> more, way more than I do about anything. Heather Nick, I mean Rick needs help here. Yeah, I need help, man. You got to call in. Uh, no, the uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just it's R A S S L E R O C K, and uh, same with uh, with Instagram as as well. It's awesome. just Russell Rock. And we didn't know Mark was a ringer until the show. So uh, <laughs> next time, please give us was, some notice. Yeah, he was he was the best of the Russell Rock he crew was. to bring he was, in. He, he held the fort down. Can right. I plug my dumb show? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So I do a comedy podcast. It's basically based on the industry and pop culture. Uh, we're actually going to watch Game of Thrones in a couple hours and then talk about it afterwards. I do the Uneducated Podcast, myself and uh, my co-host, Ed. Rick's a huge part of the show. Uh, it's just a dumb show, like you put in the background. Just also, that, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome though. Uh, Jim Pappas is the proprietor. Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure on Facebook. Over two hundred uh, uh, cheesesteak photos. My suggestion though is you have to follow him on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. At cheesesteak. Not uh, to bag on your Facebook feed, but that Instagram. Feed yeah, the Instagram is amazing. Really does. He does videos. He does a scoring system. It's really amazing. Uh, that's Jim Pappas. Uh, Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventure. Go ahead, Jim. End the show with it. To uh, the last time I was here, Jay, Jay Cole was talking about how he likes to live lazy. Uh, so, very much so. So <laughs> I'm trying to take Philadelphia Cheesesteak Adventures at the next level level for lazy people. I'm knee deep in a project that I'm gonna next time I'm here I'm gonna announce. I might even have some prizes. Okay. Wow. And some uh, maybe a little contest. Right. Um, but it's gonna be. 
for lazy people. I'm going to celebrate J. J. Cole. Okay. And lazy people and how they can get the most cheesesteak knowledge right. with doing the least amount of work. There you go. There so you what go. is what is it, Jim? He'll, he'll tell you next time. Oh, oh next time. Okay, well, you'll that, be back. That's the ultimate in laziness. <laughs> he announced that there'll be an announcement later, but we're done. We're it's out. called okay, a cliffhanger. So, you, so let me get this straight. Oh. Let me get this straight. Your big announcement was that you're going to make an announcement. He's got an announcement. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a work. I like it. <laughs> uh, we want to thank everyone for their support. Uh, the show is doing well. We appreciate it. Send and money and stuff. And uh, J underscore uh, Cole on, on Twitter, Twitter yes, is sir. actually a great follow. Also, uh, you don't eh. get the credit. You don't get the credit you deserve. Uh, what is your Instagram? Is it still J? Uh, my Instagram is at J Cole without the underscore. Facebook, you can find me John Cole. And uh, we have a couple people uh, that need to understand. Cole is spelled C O H L. H L. Yeah, no, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a multimillionaire. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not me and booty shaking models all so day. So when you or look chiseled up wrestlers, chiseled right. wrestlers, no, there's none of that. When you look up John and the Google results come back to be two million, it's C O H L is John Cole. So that uh, you can follow him. Chiseled foodie. <laughs> Can I throw out one more plug real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I I, I go down to um That's to right, Delaware. Yeah, yeah. I go down to Delaware. There's a there's a wrestling show, an independent wrestling show called Dynamite Championship Wrestling. Uh, I do all the the video work for them. I film their matches and and put them up on YouTube. It's tinyurl. Sorry, let me say that slower. Tinyurl.com slash YouTube Rick Connor and that's C O N N O R. Like a little DCW chant. DCW, yeah. yeah. And do the, do your T-shirt plug because I know. Oh you yes, yes, yes. For Rassle Rock, we have our, our own merchandise store, which is Teespring.com/slash/stores/slash/Rassle-Rock. Uh, everything on the merchandise store is uh, uh, has seventy five percent of that goes to charity. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah whenever, that's great. See, if we do a store, I want seventy five percent of it to go to me. Okay, <laughs> and then I'll throw charity a few. <laughs> Bucks. Let's be clear. All of our shirts will be 5XL. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone have a great week. Stay hungry, everybody. Happy Easter. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on the Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at wildfireradio.com.